The police are gone? Oh my god, we're finally safe! There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, This is the Socially Sensitive Podcast. And I'm your host, David. Taco here, again. And I'm Wolfie. Hey, everybody's back. Hail, hail, hail. The gang's all here. Yay! So, uh... I thought Mr. Uh, Sean was going to jump in with us, but uh, he'll answer your text all day long till it's time to jump on. Uh, you think the, he might have a little bit of stage fright? He's the mythical creature you told me about. Yeah. Nah. He's like a unicorn. He's not really real. There's not, not, there's not really a Sean, is there? Oh, no, no. Yeah. He, no, I, 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 like, I like talking with Sean. He's, uh, um, I mean, we, we go back and forth on a few things, but for, well, the, for, the, for the biggest part of it, we agree with a lot of things. We just kind of come at it mm-hmm. from a different uh, angle sometimes, but uh, at least he he has some sense, even if he disagrees. He he has a, a, a logical reason for it. But some mm-hmm. of, some of this stuff that's going on right now <clears throat> is getting kind of crazy. I'm beginning to think that uh, J- the Joker may have actually escaped Arkham Asylum and the DC comic books. And is now running the world. There we go. That's how crazy things are getting. Tom McDonald does say this is a clown world, so. Yeah. Except it's an evil clown world. Yeah, Yeah, we ain't seen nothing yet, guys. Oh, yeah, it's going to get worse. But uh, there there was this Vox article that came out that I was reading. um, And uh, they were talking about um, alternatives in... in, uh, um, Here's a couple of things says uh, now more than ever, people are learning about the racist history of policing and becoming interested in alternative ways to keep, keep your community safe without calling the police, without calling the cops. And it Mm -hmm. said, uh, for example, one recent analyst of nine one one calls across eight cities in the country. I imagine they were all blue um, found that 23 to 39% were for low priority or non urgent issues like noise complaints. Um, but a noise complaint can escalate. Oh, yeah. Everything can well, yeah, escalate. Sure it can. So if you're everything if, can escalate. If you're not a, um, I mean, especially around here. Let's say I'm arguing with a neighbor, and a neighbor, neighbor's arguing with me, and nobody calls the police, and they're relying on us to settle it ourselves. Well, that that's, a, that actually kind of happened back during the winter when it was snowing. With the people, the video that was going around of the people who got in an argument over snow shoveling, and the guy oh, goes yeah. to his house. And I saw. I remember seeing that video. Murders two people, you yeah. know. Shot them both in the street. And then goes back in the house and gets an AR and comes back out and shoots yeah. them some more. All yeah. over. <clears throat> yeah, he was a little upset. Just, just. Yeah. But see, that's what they're taking well, out of the equation. Over shove. 
Over shoveling snow? Shoveling yeah. snow. What were they doing? Packing it up at the end of his driveway? Uh, that That's why I think it looked like that yeah. they were, uh, you know, getting too close. It got it, it escalated oh quickly. He he literally unloaded a, a pistol and then while they're laying in the street telling people to go call the ambulance and police, he goes in the house, comes back out with the AR and is like, You shouldn't have Yeah. That woman, he just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So yeah, they're taking out of the equation that people are uh good and logical. Not that pe- people can yeah. can can be evil. Because that's what they go on to say. If neighbors know each other, they can talk a lot of these issues out together rather than bringing in outside authorities. And that is true. And that happens every single day. And that happens hundreds of thousands of times that the police do come. Not every single time. The, they make it seem like 99.9% of the time if policemen's coming, somebody's getting shot. Even though they arrest. Yeah. They, they do hundreds of millions of interactions a year. You know, whether it's through a traffic yeah. stop or some sort of people are coming in contact with the police millions and millions and millions of times. And we have lots of times when the when the cops show up for that kind of disagreement, you know, about something like shoveling snow or some, yeah. you know, his stuff's on my land or something like that. Basically, all he does is come in and calm them down. Right. And most of the time he'll get them calm. He'll get them to like some kind of equitable, equitable solution. Yeah, you need to play. And King then he'll Sol- leave. You need to play King Solomon a little bit. And uh, yeah, and, you know, and, and nothing's really done about it. You know, I mean, it's not like they're they're just having a little dispute. It's not right. like you know they're breaking any laws. But sometimes, unless there isn't a, a, a show of force and an authority there, mm-hmm. the, each side is going to continue most of the time. Well, I'll say most times, some of the time is going to continue to up the other one. I mean, yeah. if, you, oh, if yeah. you're my next door neighbor and I don't like you and you do something to me, I'm going to do something worse. And then you're going to do something worse. And this can continue to mm-hmm. get worse until the authority steps in and says, no, both of you need to just calm down and grow up. Yeah. And, and I have a perfect story for that because I was in a, a small automobile accident. Uh, and basically, I cracked the bumper of a Corvette with the bumper of my 1979 Buick Skyhawk. Back in the day. I remember that car. And yeah, it was a lovely car. And um I got it out and I was like, dude, I'm I'm so totally sorry. I said, I have insurance. Don't worry about it. I said, you know, we'll take care of it. You know, but he caught out and he was just wanting to uh he was just wanting to show himself. You know, and so he got out, he's cussing me, telling me about how stupid I am and everything like that. And I'm trying to keep it down low key, you know. Like, dude, it's okay. I've got insurance. We can take care of this. We can work this out. It's not that big a deal. It's just a little crack on the bumper, you know, fiberglass bumper. Right. And uh, and like I said, he just kept on going and going and going. And I don't know who called the law, but somebody did. And all of a sudden, the law shows up. And uh, at that point, like I said, he was still cussing and stuff like that. And the police officer looked at him, and I'll never forget it because it was the coolest line I've ever heard in my life (laughs) coming from a cop. He's like, He's like, uh, you need to calm down because I know you and your wife, and I know that's not her up there in the car. So if you say one more word, I'm taking you to jail. <laughs> and I was like, oh and your God. wife will have to come up here and pick up your car. <laughs> yeah, with no, her, even his with car her. It was her car. Oh, okay. I was going to say, pick up your car with her still sitting in it. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. But yeah, and at that point, at that point, oop, he shut his mouth, didn't say another word, right. and. Cop looked at me and he's like, what happened? I said, well, looked over my shoulder, 
there was a little bit of traffic. And I said, I kind of tapped the gas a little bit because I figured him being in the Corvette, as soon as the traffic got through, he'd be gone. Right. And I could pull up and be the next one. I said, and I tapped his bumper a little bit. I said, I put that crack on it. I told him I have insurance and all he wanted to do was cuss and he wanted to fight. Yeah. And I kept on trying to keep it down. You know, I was like, dude, you know, there's no need for all this. It's just, it's, it's why people carry insurance. You know, it's a, it's a freaking, it's, it was probably about an inch and a half crack on that bumper. Yeah. <laughs> Like said, insane. All of that would work fine if everybody was always calm and logical. Well, I mean, no, he, he wasn't. I right, was, right. But I that's my that that's way. my point. If you know, if nobody had called the police and you would have just left it up to the two of you to continue, he eventually would have got me pissed off enough to swing. Right. Yeah. See, because I don't want to sound I don't want to sound like some kind of saint. He would have swung on me. Or I would have had to, I would have had to, cause he just kept on cussing and cussing and cussing and cussing and, and just, you know, basically threatening. And, and, you know, I guess he was just showing off for his, his, uh, what is it you call it when it's not your wife? Mistress. Uh, mistress. Yeah. He's just wanting to show off for his mistress. Show how big and bad he was. Yeah. People, but, you know, uh, bullying a guy that was, let's see, how old was I when I had this guy? It was about 17, I think maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because you you had that one, and I had the uh, Starfire, which was the silver you had version the, the of the Mazda. No, it was, was it a Mazda? Oldsmobile. It was an Oldsmobile. It's yeah. the exact same they car. Looked almost it's identical. the exact same car. One mine was made by oh, Oldsmobile. Yeah. Yours was made by Buick. They still make Oldsmobile. Yep. Um, no, maybe not. I haven't seen a Skyhawk know. on the road in years. But yeah, he had the Buick Skyhawk, and I had the the Oldsmobile Starfire. But it was like the yeah. They were the. They both had the three point eight liter turbo, or not turbo, three point eight liter V six. Yep. Um, fastest. Which is the miles, engine they ended up using ever. the Grand National. Yeah. Except they put the intercooled in turbo, turbo on it, which is a monster of a car. Oh gosh, yes it is. Yeah. Friends of Damien's uh, dad, he's got one of the GNXs of the Grand oh, National ooh. Extras, and they only made, I was thinking like maybe six or seven hundred of them. Mm-hmm. Cause he came over one day and he had a Grand National and I looked at it and I was like, "Hey, Cheetah, can I take your car for a spin?" Yeah. Remember? <laughs> He's like, "No, you can't." I was like, "Oh, come on." He goes, "I know why you want to ride it." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> well, you remember? If you know, then let me do it. You what, can come with me. What's his name out town? Uh, I think it was Little Pop. Remember Little Pop? He uh, don't remember him. Or he, he I, I do a, remember him. I may remember him under another name. He had a. Uh, um, one of the GNXs and his because each one of them has the number plate on the dash, um, on the passenger right. dash of what number it is. Yeah. And his was zero zero seven. Cause we always said it was Ooh. the James Bond one. Um, yeah. Oh, the James well, Bond edition. Speaking of, uh, James Bond car, did you guys see, this has been about, this was last year, mid year sometime. Um, Aston Martin, when they were re-releasing the version of Aston Martin that they used in the James Bond movies, but it actually had gadgets and stuff in it. Oh, that'd be like cool. it had fake machine guns that would pop out of the headlights and <laughs> shoot and had the ejector seat button and all these other little things. And they was only making so many of them, but they showed it off on a, I think it was CBS Sunday morning. And I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, you could really scare the living out of somebody with that. <laughs> pull up. I bet it's, really, I I bet it's not cheap either. No, no, no. They, <laughs> oh no. It was, it that's kind of cool. The, the last, nice cars. the last, or the last uh, the Skyfall, I think it was that I watched James Bond movie. 
James has got to save M's life, right? And so she's on the run from this guy that's trying to kill her, who also at some point in time must have been a double O agent also. And uh, That's when they brought back the Aston Martin, wasn't it? Yeah, that's when they brought yeah. that Aston Martin back because the, the headlights folded back and there was machine guns in it and there was an ejector seat. And so she's sitting there and she's just like, me, 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 me. And she just keeps complaining and complaining and complaining. And James just flips up the thing and she's like, go ahead, eject me. See if I care. <laughs> And I was like, and he looks at her. He's like, "Are you going to complain the whole way?" I want to <laughs> I like, I, I wanna see that is awesome. Movie. I want to see the new movie because she was like, "Go ahead, eject me. I see if I care." I was like, "Golly, this is great!" All right, back to Fox. Um, we chased a few rabbits, uh, but uh, here is uh, some of the clip audio of. It just shows how logical they are with the looking for alternative reasons for police or to alternative methods to not need the police. This is what to do instead of calling the police. So if the victim hasn't asked you to call the police, do not. What if they gurgled? Do not (laughs) call the police. What it's telling people is. So. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Don't call the police. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. No, no. Don't call the cops. You want your child to live. Don't even call the cops. The first step is to write down affirming thoughts and beliefs. And this can feel kind of like woo-woo. And When, when you're going to be in a critical situation, write down some aff- affirming thoughts and beliefs to help get your mind in the right place. It's like, hey, I'll give, so you, that, I'll give you three minutes Right, write yeah. it down right now. But when you do this right, before a crisis right happens, it really now. helps redirect <laughs> your mind when you are starting to feel that crisis. So really think about why you want to be safe, what parts of your life make you feel the most proud or excited or happy. And we need to take action in and by ourselves, you know, in doing things to change that internalization, those mindsets, but also um, by working with others and creating that kind of community. Do they have to put a up talk question at the end of every sentence uh, so that we can yeah, work uh, with others? Well, I've noticed, and I've I'm, noticed that and I'm thinking, they say it elevates yeah. and then goes back up again. There you go. And I'm thinking it's okay, that the advice isn't too awful bad as long as you got a gun. Oh, my God, Wolfie, that offends me. Well, that's too bad. That <laughs> has less police you know, and needs less police do you need to do anything about the person shoplifting from target no it's not harming anybody it's not harming anybody it's not your stuff it's not your store if they're shoplifting you don't they shouldn't be calling the police you don't need to inform anyone that this is happening i don't know okay so does that narrative actually change if they say i'm stalking target well Every single thing somebody steals from Target comes out of your pocket in up pricing on products to offset the losses. Every dollar is shrink. The company's not going to eat it. That gets passed on through pricing. Just like every time the government raises taxes, they're not, you know, oh, we're just going to just go ahead and just take that loss, that hit. They're not. They're going to just raise their prices to cover it. It's the way it works. And it just senses, (laughs) right? These are things that you can see. 
or hear or smell or taste or touch. I think it can be really helpful to massage yourself when you're in a crisis situation. It releases that oxytocin that really helps you kind of feel good in your head. And it also kind of makes you be mindful of muscle tension. So massaging your neck or your shoulders. Also kind of giving yourself some compression. <laughs> These oh, people don't Lord. live in the real world. I wonder what happens when it's the massage in the neck and the shoulders don't work. I wonder where he moves his massage to next. <laughs> Old taco. You all right, buddy? Yeah, I, I don't understand the logic in uh, in any of that. It's like, David, I'll, I'll see you later. I'm just going to pick that up and take it with me. If you feel bad, I'll massage your shoulders. I don't know what... None of it. There is no logic to any of it. Just no. with with everything, police too much force. They're saying you know, there's no logic to that. They're you know, and they're saying that the black people are being hunted, but they're actually the people that have been killed the least yeah. over the last year, or, or you know, or at least when the George Floyd thing happened. I think there was nine black unarmed men that had died within the last year. There was black and, people that hunted black people. They were the original slaves. It was black people getting like. Kidnapping black people to sell them to other people. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's not the only like, um, like race throughout history. I mean, there's so many other times that slavery happened. It's just people. Oh right. But there, and it's, there's, there's there's still more, slavery. Going there's on more back. slavery right now on the planet than there was in 1800. Oh yeah. It not in the United States. Around the world, and it's not based on it's not based on color anymore. It's based no. pretty much on just you know, just people just in general. People just, they, most of them are getting sex trafficked. Yeah, anytime that you can have power or authority over others, people are going to misuse it. Oh yeah, it's a it's an intoxicating. Uh, and people are always going to divide, whether it's by tribe or by you know, whether it's color or religion or whatever you know we draw imaginary lines in the sand yeah and say this is this country this is this country when there's really no difference between the two but this group is better than this group because they were born on this side of that imaginary line it's like how could they um make that judgment based off of all of the child slaves that are making the components for your cell phone right reminding Mm -hmm. that out of the ground anyway are all the child slaves that are over there working in Nike factories so that LeBron James and other people can disrespect the country and still get paid millions of dollars by Nike. Yeah. Because and, it only takes 20 cents for them to make those shoes, but then they bring them over here and they sell them for 150 bucks or something like that. Well, then you also, $200. Then you also have those like total control zones that are in places like North Korea and places in China to where if you do something mm-hmm. wrong, they don't just send it you to this prison. They send it to you in the next three generations of your family. There are yeah. kids that literally they take them three miles underground, chain them up, they feed them there, they live there, they never see the light of day again for their whole life. Right, and all they're doing is mining coal or some metal. Now yeah. I have no problem with any like of it if it's voluntary. Like I don't care what they pay somebody in China to do the work if they agree to do the work for that price. If it's voluntary, when it's not voluntary mm-hmm. is when it becomes a problem. But oh yeah, you know. W- we like to say, oh, they make a dollar fifty a day or f- forty cents a day or whatever the price might be. But that's but, comparing their money versus right. Ours yeah, I don't well. know what their cost of living a day is. 
Mm-hmm. No, I get it. If it's if it's a voluntary agreement between the right. uh, between the employed and the the employer and the employee, that's fine. That's Just why like capitalism be- is the only way. It's the only system where every party is voluntary. But yeah, we I don't see that happening in China. I don't see no, it being a no. voluntary thing over there. No, if you have, be, I, you, I, I see it. I see it as being. You're going to go to work in the shoe factory today, and that's where you're going to work the rest of your life. And we're going to pay you this amount of money to make these shoes, and that's about it. Right. And by the way, and that's all you can. Ex- if you don't like it, well, go ahead and try to kill yourself. Yeah. We have suicide nets outside but, the building. But how much of that is done um, by like social pressure or family pressure, um, and not, you know, the uh, which I imagine a lot. I don't know what all the government is forced on but mm-hmm. like here i mean let's say you you raise your child and you tell them you're going to be a lawyer you have no option this is what we're we've raised you to be a doctor or we've raised you to do this and then mm-hmm. we're going to disown you if you don't do that you're you're kind of limiting right. their options but i mean i guess technically they still have a choice so i didn't know how much of that there is that because their their family structure is so different than ours. Yeah, that's true. They are. So I don't know how much of that is the, that's just what you're born into. And that's what you do. This is, you work from the moment you're old enough to work and you just, you know, kind of like here in the forties, you know, you were, Mm -hmm. you were nine years old working in the mines. I don't know. Yeah, but no, that, that kind of thing happened here. Yeah. I mean, there's actually, you can find old black and white pictures of kids working in the mines. Oh yeah, yeah. In the coal in the coal mines because that's what they had to do. I don't know, but uh, do you see that video of the crazy lady? I can't I guess can't call her crazy, even though she is horrible. Uh, no, racist, she is horrible crazy. Racist. I woman. haven't seen it, but I've heard about it. Yeah. She. Uh, I'll play the audio clip of her. Yeah, let's hear this. I want. I want to hear this. Oh, going at 38. Yes, you are, ma'am. Good morning. Which is, and the speed limit is 40, and I was going 38, so why are you harassing me? You are correct. I pulled you over because... Because you're a murderer. Uh, Yes, I started to record because you're a murderer. You can't be on your cell phone while you're driving. I'm more offended by the interrupting. I was recording you because you scared me. You can't use your cell phone while you're recording. I can record you. May I have your driver's license? It's... It's at my apartment. What? Do you have, a, do you have your driver's license? I, it, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a oh, picture you. of your driver's license? Yeah. Oh. Yes, I do. May I have it? Let's put a rock and on her finger. A happy man might get it for you. I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. Okay. Uh-huh. I have a right to record the police when they're harassing me. By all means, but you can't do it while you're driving. I was, I can, I wasn't, doesn't texting or none of that. Stutter, stutter, stutter. You have, you and that you picture? scared me and made me think you were going to murder me. Currently, okay, well, you made me think you were going to murder me. Well, you're, that's not just a feeling. You're a murderer. Okay. Oh, my God. Can you zoom wow. in on that for me, Sure. Dear? Thank you. And I'm perfectly legal, and I'm a teacher. So oh. there. Oh, the oh, real hero. Teacher. You're a murderer. What's your last you name? I can't see that with that well, you know, Stop shaking. Yeah, she was driving a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Zoom in on that for me. Not that that matters, um, but right. Well, no. Well, I mean, it just goes to the more. You know, she's one of these privileged classes that thinks that she's above the law, right? You're she was on her phone oh, no. while she was driving, right. which is illegal, and it doesn't matter if you're doing, you know, below the speed limit or not. Being on the phone while you're driving is illegal in right. just about every location. So yeah, that's why you got pulled over. 
But her her kid's in the car too, so he's listening to her. So imagine right. how his view of the police is. Imagine the conversation she has about the police at home. Imagine or, the exactly. conversation they have after after they, this, yeah. Brittany, and that's the kind of person that that child's going to grow up to not respect the police, and then he's going right. to go out and he's seen how his mama acted up, and then he's going to think it's okay for him to act up, and he's may and I hope he never does, but he may end up in a police type incident where he gets hurt or killed mm-hmm. because of his lack of respect. My exact thought that his mom has ingrained into him. Kill me and my son. Can you get me okay. and your son? Tell you Whoa. you keep smiling. Yeah, you're on camera. You keep, you're, you're, you're trying Just to threaten shoot me her. To kill me. <laughs> All he needs to do is your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. Here you go, ma'am. Sign inside for the red box. Right there. For him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? What is that even? What? what? It's on the citation, ma'am. Here you go, Mexican racist. Whoa. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? There, there is obviously, like I said, a lot of entitlement in in her tone. Um, I'd hate to be in her class if she's a teacher. Right. So, I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, kind me of, too. Oh, she's a teacher of gender studies. I don't know what kind of actual fear she has of the police that he's going to murder her. You know, talking to him that way didn't sound like any fear at all. But, but, and of course, she filed a uh, complaint against him after the fact. <laughs> of course. And he, uh, he uh, didn't have, you know, and the, his department where he works, uh, mm-hmm. they budget reasons can't afford body cams. So he has his own. Right. He personally purchased his own. And a lot of the officers right. in his department did for their own safety and, well, safety of everybody. Right. Exactly. But, but you, well, but yeah. that's something to me that is 100% should be. Right. But if he you didn't, know. if he hadn't have done that, this story would have well first of all probably would because she was recording it too so who knows how she would have cut it up or edited it or done whatever but or if nobody would have it would have just turned into her filing a report about an officer treating her being racist towards her because she's a black woman well could you imagine what she probably said while she was recording before she got pulled over to her kid oh yeah saying oh my god i'm afraid he's he's coming after us to kill us oh no his blue lights is on it's okay it's yeah. okay baby just sit down just sit down that would have oh yeah that would have been the only thing the news played but you don't see any of what went on before that and i really doubt it was she just pulled over calmly and then pulled out her phone yeah yeah i don't think she's released any of her footage that she was recording i don't think she's because it probably doesn't look very good on her side but i mean i so i don't know but uh so i mean you have to kind of i guess take with a grain of salt any anytime and everybody says well how come there's officers like derek chauvin they talked about him having what did he have i don't remember what it was like 17 complaints in his file or something but Okay, now let's put this into perspective, though. If he's got 17 complaints in his file, how long was he on the force? Yeah, he was something like 20-some years. So... And he only got 17. That's I, I, less than I don't, one complaint a year. I don't remember if that's the exact number, but that's in the ballpark, I think, of where I remember. Right. And how many... Well, even if he's on the, even if he's on the force for 17 years, that's only one complaint a year. Yeah. Right, but how many times do you think somebody gets arrested that they're happy with it? I would imagine yeah, every is. single person is upset and mad. 
because they're getting arrested. Well, I mean, come on. Anybody that's slightly doing something wrong and they know they're called, if the cop looks at them and just tells them to shut up because they're talking too much, to that person, that might be enough for them to be like, well, right. I know I'm getting this ticket thrown out in court, so I'm going to put a complaint against you. Right. Um, I don't know. But when you got crazy people like that, um, I know this is way off topic, but I saw this. Uh, I know you heard this of Biden, him talking about taxes the other night. I don't know. Go ahead and play it. Let me hear it. The reason I'm bothering to do this is I keep hearing on the press, Biden's going to raise your taxes. Anybody making less than $400,000 a year will not pay a single penny in taxes. And we will not increase the deficit either. Which I know that's not what he meant. God, I hope I ain't But that's exactly what he said. The reason I'm bothering to do this is I keep hearing on the press, Biden's going to raise your taxes. Anybody making less than $400,000 a year will not pay a single penny in taxes. And we will not increase the deficit either. I'm sure he meant the same penny more. more than you have been. He's not going to raise anybody's taxes that's making. But Which isn't true. No, it's not true. It isn't true. Well, I mean, even if, if he's raising corporate, if he's raising corporate taxes, let's say, so all the products that the corporations make that we purchase, now we've got to pay more for it. Plus, if you're an investor in said corporation, now all of a sudden, you know, more of your money that you've invested is going to the government instead of coming right. back to you. Well, so, yeah, in a way, he is. Well, whenever you do these things, you are raising taxes well, on pretty much everybody because no it, one can get away from it. Isn't the way that he talked this whole tax plan up was like say. If a person retired and happened to have earned a million dollars and has that in their bank account, they earn that mm-hmm. over their time frame of being alive, you know, mm-hmm. they have to pay out, what is it, like, was it 40%? Uh, not if you, not if it's money that you've, I mean, as that long you've as just saved your, over the years. If it's money you've invested and you grew. Well, I mean, what if you invest? It's like you just put $10 in a jar every week. And then when you get done, you have this amount of money. You've already paid taxes on all that money. As long as you do it, you have the money. You don't pay any more taxes. But if you're retiring and you invest that million dollars. Now, any money you make, any capital gains you make on that money, you're going to pay taxes on the gain. Like if, let's say, you saved up a million dollars over your career that you put, you contributed a million. But by the time you finish, let's say it's worth two. You pay long-term capital gains on that million. You only pay money taxes on what you earn on top of that money. Like if let's let's say you like you said you contributed a thousand dollars over the time and it grew to be like you bought Dogecoin. You contributed five hundred dollars and it grew to six hundred thousand right now. You'd have to pay. Five hundred ninety-nine thousand five hundred dollars. Short, if you well, depends when you sell it and what you do with it. How would that even make sense if you didn't even make that much money? Because you made that much money, you invested it and you made it. You so made, making money doesn't. You don't have to actually f- do physical labor to make money. Yeah, you can make money. You bought this for a dollar and you sell it to me for a hundred. You made ninety-nine dollars, even though you. I mean, you still. I mean, that you technically did something, but or like these, you buy them and they go up in value and then you sell them for more. You're supposed to pay short term on these, depending if you've had them so long, so long, the short term capital gains on the profit on 
but just for you just just saving money like if all you do right now is let's say is you put your money in a savings account in the bank most savings accounts right now i think pay like 0.02 percent which is nothing you're getting two pennies per that would be what two pennies per hundred dollars so you'd earn nothing so yeah. all of that money you continue to put in the bank, you're not you've already paid income tax on that when you earned it the first time. Yeah. So you're not gonna pay anything on that again. Wouldn't that break you and put you back at the same place that you was based off of what that is? Because it's they're basing it off they're trying to say that it's about corporations like making them pay their taxes. Right. Or anybody over four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I'm Oh, I'm sure I am. I'm and the four hundred thousand dollars isn't four hundred for you, Miss Jen Pisaki. When they questioned her about the details of that, him because before this this little misspoke here, he kept saying that we wouldn't raise it if you make under four hundred thousand dollars. You won't pay any more yeah. in in you know we're not raising your taxes. But when they cornered her and questioned her on during that press conference, she. She said that four hundred thousand is basically household. It's for a couple. So if you're a single individual, it's two hundred thousand. So if you make two hundred and fifty thousand, your taxes are going up. Sorry about that, my tea addiction. Oh. So I don't know. Did you see where Bill Gates is getting divorced? Him and yeah, Melinda. On uh on good old Star Wars Day they announced it. They're going to uh Yeah, I heard I heard somebody ask her why and she said all she said was Microsoft. <laughs> may divorce I don't know be what that you. means, but yeah. that's what I heard. Bill Gates was saying, "May divorce be with you." <laughs> I know they're uh, <laughs> they're going to. Do you think uh, that, set a new record you, for uh, for a divorce settlement? Do you think that maybe his wife isn't an evil sob like he is? Yeah, I mean, the first she thing she get, did and was she run can't out get behind by, killing all these people. Yeah, she first thing she did was run out and buy an iPhone, an iPad, and an iMac. Yeah, I'm sure they some. <laughs> yes, because he he refuses. He would not allow his kids or any of them to have iPhones or Apple computers in his house. Right. Which I mean, well, because he's it, on the other right. He's I guess on the other it, side. Even though technically, there at the end, he wasn't. But but I yeah. I, I can see the point. I guess. I mean, if you're a diehard Ford fan, you don't want your kids driving Chevys. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell them they can't buy one if that's what they want. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, if you want a Chevy, go ahead and get it. I mean, you know, I don't agree with you. I don't think they're that great of cars, but whatever. Speaking of May the 4th be with you, the premiere episode of The Bad Batch came out yesterday. And uh, I kind of liked it. I kind of enjoyed it, especially in the beginning when they did the, because uh, used to when the Clone Wars first started, they would give you like a brief little recap or a brief little description of what was going on. And then you would go to the story. And then after a while they quit doing that. And I was like, I, cause it kind of gave the, it kind of gave the episode kind of like this newsreel quality, you know, for like from back in the forties, when you would go to the movies, you would sit down and, and the first thing they would do was show you the news you know, and it had that cheesy newscaster voice going on. And then they would show you a cartoon and then they would show you the, uh, the main feature and you got up and left. So it, when the Clone Wars first started, that newsreel kind of way that they started it 
I kind of liked. I, I thought it was kind of cool, but then they quit doing it. And then Bad Batch brought it back, and I was like, oh, I like to do that, but they're doing that again. See, I ain't seen Bad Batch yet. Everybody told me how good it was. I've seen Mortal Kombat, and I quite enjoyed Mortal Kombat and Godzilla versus Kong. Did you ever watch Rebels? Uh, Star Wars Rebels? No, actually. I watched Clone Wars, but I have not seen Rebels. I saw the little mini-series of Rebels that wasn't an actual show. Like they had on Disney+. Okay. Plus. They were like 30 seconds long, but no, I've never seen actual yeah. Rebels. Now, the Jedi that's in Rebels, his name is Canon Jareth, I think is his name. And when they start the Bad Batch, he was alive. He was a young man. You know, I don't know how old, but I mean, he was young. When Order 66 came out and his master was a female Jedi and she defends him so that he can escape when the when the clones turn on him. And she ends up dying. That's what happened. And when they started the episode, that's what was going on. The little kid that runs up and the, the Jedi's there, that's that's him from Rebels as a kid, and that's his master who dies defending him while he runs off into the woodline to get away from these clones that are trying to kill him. Oh, I'll have to watch it. Oh, no, 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 no. There's still other things in there that is really cool. But, I mean, just right off the bat, that's the first little Easter egg that they drop yeah. is that one. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know. I don't have Disney Plus right now, though. We got rid of it after WandaVision because Elaine got bored. Mm. <laughs> it's got like three weeks till Loki. Four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. The ninth. They seen, moved it up uh, from the 11th to the 9th. I still haven't seen Falcon and Winter Soldier either. I haven't finished it yet. I I've watched the whole thing. The very first episode, I it was I thought was gold. I mean, it was great. Yeah. There was just a little bit of story. Well, not and but there was a crap ton of action. It was good because <clears throat> uh, they start off with uh, the Falcon chasing down these helicopters, and he's flying like in and around them and everything like that. And I was like, the whole series is going to go like this. It's going to be pretty cool. But then they spent the next several episodes not really doing a whole lot of super stuff, so to speak, just kind of using doing more of a detective kind of thing, you know? And I mean, there was a little glimpse here and there of, you know, Falcon in his, in his suit and stuff like that. But then at, in the last episode, it was more like the first episode. They were wrapping everything up. Falcon got a, well, maybe I'll not tell you that. Anyway, Falcon got a new costume. He looks, he's like Captain Falcon now. He's got Steve Shield back, and he's, you know, he says he's Captain America now, which is fine with me. I am the that's Captain why Cap, now. That's why Cap gave you the shield to begin with, Sam, is because he said you're a good man. My problem with it is, though, at the end of Endgame, when he went to take all that stuff back, I can't see the, the Steve Rogers from the comics actually stand in the past. I can't see him doing it. And if he did stay in the past, I can't see him staying in the shadows and not doing about some doing something about all the crap that has went on from the end of World War II until you know, until now. I just can't see him doing it. He's not he doesn't have that kind of personality. Okay? Yeah. If he sees a wrong, even even as Steve Rogers the pipsqueak that was 4F and couldn't get into the army, he's seen a wrong. He's seen something that was wrong in the world. And he wanted to go and do something to help fix the problem. Yeah. He's got that kind of personality. And I don't think he would have stayed. He couldn't have stayed in that house with, you know, with her, with Peggy all that time and seeing all the evil that was going on and not been like, Peggy, I got to go do something about this. I can't just sit here and, 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 and not do nothing. Right. 
Because it obviously you know, would have let it happen. Yeah, I don't see. You know, I just can't see it happening. He would. It, Captain America, Steve Rogers would not have have done that. And I, I get that they're trying to give him a nice, cool ending for the for the movie going people. But it just kind of you know, and maybe he don't want to play the part anymore. Maybe that's part of it too. And I get that, but I just can't see the Steve Rogers from the comics actually making that decision. I can see see him taking all that stuff back, putting it where it belongs, and then coming back to the present because he knows that there's things that are going on now and people are going to need him. Here's a Trump. Trump. You know, uh, Candace Owens interviewed Trump today. Mm-hmm. And here, I haven't watched this. I haven't seen any of it yet. I, I just saw this. It popped up. It's only a minute 20. It's a clip she posted about. She asked him about running in 2024. Mm-hmm. So here's, I guess, their conversation today. Question, because I'm sure you've gotten this question tons of times, but are you going to run in 2024? And if so, can I be your vice president? Oh, that's very interesting. Wow, what a good choice that would be. That would be fantastic. Trump always uh, 24. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a great, I would be huge. You would be fantastic. And, you know, I really appreciate the job you do and everybody does. Uh, the answer is I'm absolutely enthused. I look forward to doing an announcement at the right time. Uh, as you know, it's very early, but I think people are going to be very, very happy uh, when I make a certain announcement. And, you know, for uh, campaign finance reasons, you really can't do it too early because it becomes a whole different thing. Otherwise, I'd give you an answer That's that correct. I think you'd be very happy with. But uh, so we are looking at that very, very seriously. And uh all I say is stay tuned. Yeah, well, I guess we'll take you at your word. And that means that in 2024, Trump and Owens are going to be on the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I would I would probably vote for him again. Like I said, I, I didn't vote for him the first time because of his personality. I voted for him for the first time because, number one, he was a political outsider. He comes down, you know, he's like, what do you got to lose? And I'm like, oh, yeah, the guy's right. And yeah, he's run a business. He's actually he's actually made and lost more money than a lot of people have ever seen in their lifetime right. or even in, you know. So, I mean, he knows the ins and outs of businesses. So and I'm thinking he would be. And it turned out he was good for the country because unemployment at an all time low in in minority populations, Mexicans and, and, and native or, uh, uh, black Americans or African-Americans or whatever you want to call them. Lowest unemployment rate, lowest unemployment rate rate across the board and actually uh people getting more money getting paid more money or their money being more worth more 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 because per, he's yeah, making was, good financial decisions something like close thirty four hundred dollars thirty five hundred dollars something like that close four thousand dollars the average family yeah. made now it's average mm -hmm. i know some people are going to say well we made less this year than or that year than the last right. year but as an average across the board you know, everybody was making everybody more money. Everybody was making more money. Some were making yep. little less, but then some were making more. But so the average household yeah. made was it was a better economy, more people. But yeah, I mean, I I don't like him as a person, personality wise. No, I, I mean, I'm not a huge really. supporter of it. And I don't think he is think he I is a good business person. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, no, he is a good business person like you said i wouldn't say he's an ethical business person he knows how to work the system yeah he knows how well, to yeah. use the loopholes how to burn companies how to uh it's i'm all, sure he does all legal but but to be a, to be a businessman oh yeah at that level to be a businessman at his level 
Yeah. You got to know all those ins and outs. You have to. Yeah. Or you ain't going to get anywhere. You know, so I mean, he, and he, as far as I said, it, it you got to know those things. You got to be able to do those things. And it's not that it's right or it's wrong. It's just, it's the way the system's set up. Yeah. You know? I got to admit, though, from the day one when he got on TV saying that he was running for president, I knew he'd win. Oh, yeah. Just the second he said that he was running. I, I just knew it didn't matter. I was like, he'll be the president. Okay. Here's a clip I saw earlier. I uh, shared it on my Twitter. Um, it's Elon. Which, you know, Elon Musk is going to be, he's on Saturday Night Live this week. And of course, a lot of the uh, cast is all upset. You know, how can you let this? I have no problem. I don't understand what people problem have. Pe- problem people have with Elon Musk. I mean, to me, he's doing more to help the world than any i would say he's done more to help this country than any politician out there today mm-hmm. yeah he has genuine true goals of helping humanity um, well here's the thing if you're a small business owner and you employ just say one other person it's you and one person and that's your company. You've actually done more right. to help this country than the politicians up in Washington, D.C., right. period. I think people don't like him all because they, he's just, they portray him as he's one of us, which he is, except yeah. he happens to be I mean, he's, a self-made yeah. billionaire. Because he's opposed to the lockdowns and the, he, he mm-hmm. is for liberty, civil liberty. You have your freedom and your rights and the, you know, Constitution shouldn't be infringed. All your rights shouldn't be No, infringed. it shouldn't be. And he's for that, so people don't like it. But I, I just when I watch this, it, all the paparazzi, all the people coming out, they're getting autographs. They're, they're swarming him, and it just seemed really. Mr. Musk, I'm so excited for an SNL appearance. How do you feel about it? Uh, okay. What do you guys think you should do? What do you, what are your thoughts? You know, they're they're just getting stuff, getting him to autograph stuff, and swarming him, asking him questions. But as like, and then later on they'll be blasting. Right, but this is a literal. Rocket scientist. <laughs> yes, that yes, has a celebrity. <laughs> so when did yes. you ever think that that would happen? No, never in my lifetime. I but mean, yeah, he, you're actually right. He is. He's a rocket scientist, and he is a celebrity. Yeah, which is kind of cool. He does more than NASA does nowadays when it comes yeah. to space. Well, stuff. if it wasn't for SpaceX, NASA wouldn't do anything. Well, yeah. this weekend. They, no, you're right. They, they did the first splashdown, man splashdown at night. Yeah, since but that was a SpaceX vehicle, I think. Yeah, yeah. Since the moon landing, mm-hmm. that was this was the first since the '60s. Now, because yeah. after that, then everything started shifting into the space shuttle and coming in, you know, more of a plane right. landing. Yeah. But this was, uh, mm-hmm. and the media didn't cover it hardly at all. And I was like, this is no. an amazing. No, and they're, and they're not going to no. because of the person that that's attached to it, they don't like him. So they're not going to give him any good press. Period. Oh, yeah, that's the way have, it works now, Dave. I also have this other little post I did of, uh, you know, the while we were police. on the subject of oh. presidential candidates, uh, I would like, you know, I, I would vote for Trump again if he ran, but if he decides not to or whatever, uh, Desante, Desantes, yeah, DeSantis, whatever his name yeah. is, out of Florida. That's who I. I don't. I don't myself think Trump is going to run. I think he's going to yeah. endorse Desantis. Um, I think yeah. if he runs, he splits the Republican Party so bad. 
Because there's a mm-hmm. lot of Republicans that don't like him. Um, well, like Mitt Romney, and we all seen what right. happened. Well, no, him. I'm 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 talking now, I'm talking people, not Mitt Romney. He he likes whoever can help him. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, all of them are only for. But take all the other politicians out of it. I mean, just like voting people. But see, I no, think but he that's would just really though, split. Did, did you did did you watch the them booing him off stage? Oh yeah. Did you actually watch it? Yeah. So he's up there trying to give a speech. He's getting booed by, you know, regular people. And then this guy comes up. He's like, we need to be civil. Right. And then there's all these people that are supposed to be Republicans are standing up and cheering that. You know, yeah, cheer Mitt Romney. Right. And they've got the same mindset as he does. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Some... Or close enough. But people... it's just not. Uh, and they're not really Republicans. Just like he's not really a Republican. They, somebody popped a uh, video up of him. And this was back in the uh, back in the eighties, I think it was. He was talking about, or maybe the nineties. He was talking about, oh, back in Reagan's, uh, back when Reagan was in office, I was an independent. But then he stands up there and says, "I've been a Republican all my life." Which is it? Of course, we, he just got caught in a nice little lie. He was either he either has been a Republican all of his life, which I doubt, or he actually was an independent during the Reagan years, which you know he may have ran under a. Republican ticket, but he considered himself an independent. Hey, I've I've been registered an independent ever since I registered myself to vote. I've never actually registered to vote, as far as like in a party. Yeah, I mean, in, I in Kentucky you have to. In Kentucky you have to. You have to declare a party. Yeah. Okay, I don't think I've ever declared a party. To tell you the truth, and I don't think you have to in here in Virginia. Yeah, I don't think in Virginia. I don't think you do. But yeah, Kentucky you have to. And so you uh, can't vote in the primary if, uh, except like if you were registered a Republican during the Democratic primary, you can't vote. So if we were smart as Virginians, we would go to the Democratic parties or the Democratic primaries and let's say this, this last election. Just vote for the worst ones. <laughs> we would, yeah, yeah, we just vote for the worst ones and keep Biden off the ballot. Yeah. And therefore, since he didn't get enough votes, he can't be on the ballot. If he can't be on the ballot, Virginia's can't vote for him. And there you've got, you know. I told people I voted for Kanye West. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Was he actually on the ballot in yeah. Kentucky? Yeah. He, he, was yeah. he wasn't on the ballot over here. Yeah, he was He was actually printed on it, yeah. Um, yeah, he was under the, what was the part? I think he he was technically under the Freedom Party. Um, but I think mm-hmm. he kept calling it the birthday party. <laughs> the birthday party? Yeah. I think that's what he kept calling it. But I think it was actually under the Freedom Party. Um, which is, you know, there's I like all this. I kind of like really the birthday exists. party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I'm elected, there's cake for everybody. <laughs> I, I can see DeSantis. I, I, I see Trump endorsing DeSantis, not running, because that would, uh, to, in my opinion, if Trump runs, Especially if he runs not as Republican. Yeah. Um, if he run independent um, for the yeah, if freedom. Because he, kind of he talked about the he Freedom was, Party, form, you know, with that. and He would pull a huge, huge bunch of people away oh, from yeah. the Republican Party. And so that, that would just guarantee a, a Democrat win. Um, and and here's, here's the thing with me. If... If what they try to put in front of us is like one of these Mitt Romney wannabe rhinos this next election... I think then it's more be, than likely, it's gonna be I'm going to probably, I'm probably going to vote Libertarian if they go that way. Well. Yeah. well, I did this last one anyway, so I didn't vote for Trump yeah. in the last one. 
Yeah, I'll probably like I said, if it's if the candidate isn't good, and if like I said, if it's a Mitt Romney type clone from yeah. back in the, when against Obama and he's, then uh, I'm not going to vote for that. I want somebody. And I don't really don't care. It doesn't have to be Trump, but it's got to be somebody that has the same mindset of I'm putting America first, period. I wasn't elected to be the president for the rest of the world. I was president of this country and this country comes first, period. It don't matter. You know, foreign aid, whatever else. I don't care. Here's uh here first, here first, because that's, that's who you're supposed to be working for anyway, as a elected representative, you're not up there as my boss. You're up there representing me before the federal government. Um, me too. Uh, did you see where the Atlanta police men remember the one that shot Rashad Brooks? Um, the mm-hmm. the guy that shot the taser at him, stole his taser, and right. they were chasing him through the Wendy's yeah. parking lot. They uh, reinstated him, the officer. Oh, good. I think he still Finally, has somebody... charges against him. He still got what? I, I don't think they've dropped all the charges. <laughs> But I think there. I think everything that he's being charged with now is still are all just like civil stuff. What do you think? Do you see all that on the the jury the jury stuff from? Uh, here's one quick audio clip of the female juror um, in the Chauvin trial. I had mixed feelings. There was a question on the questionnaire about that, and I put I didn't know because um, the reason at that time was obviously I didn't know what the outcome was going to be did garth so eat wayne i felt like either way the outcome was or you're going to disappoint one group or the other mm-hmm. so i didn't want to go through this whole rioting and destruction again and you know a little concerned about people outside my house if they weren't happy with the verdict she knew the case was huge it's not but christensen had no idea no. she would be so close during the trial to another death caused by police near her home in Brooklyn Center. So when I came home, I could hear the helicopters flying over my house. Um, if I, I stepped outside, I could see the down. smoke from those smoke <laughs> grenades going on. But I had a hard time getting to my house because all the protesters were blocking the intersections and stuff. So I had to go way around just to get home. That was surely in the back of the mind. Well, she was just an alternate. She wasn't in the room during deliberations, that one. But to see the other one, he... Uh, the one that was um, at the he the was at a, yeah he was at a shirt. DC protest. He was wearing the pictures of him at the protest. Um, Martin Luther King shirt. So yeah, my knee. Or yeah, I think I got something. Picture. Don't put your knee. Or, um, what was it? Knee off our necks. Yeah, get your knee off our necks. <clears throat> and he was uh, yeah, and then here he was on a podcast talking about. Uh, during your doing your civic jury duty um we're talking to brandon mitchell he was juror number 52 in the Derek chauvin he was one of the ones who voted during deliberations murder trial brandon before we wrap many people don't like jury duty and probably wouldn't yeah, respond only him to the and get in the mail <laughs> so what message Holly would you sure. leave to those about saying yes to jury duty I mean, it's, it's important. If we want to see some change, we want to see some things going differently, we got to get out there and get into these avenues and get in these rooms yeah. um, to, to try to spark some change. That just means yeah. they made their mind up before they ever agreed to it. Yeah, I think uh, I heard that uh, he tried to get a change of venue, which basically what that means is I don't feel like I can get a fair trial here in this city. I would like to take it and move it to another location outside yeah. the city yeah. so that maybe we can get some different people on the the uh, 
yeah, the but, jury. But but the judge denied it. He said that you're not going to find anybody in the it. state that hasn't that hasn't formed an opinion that hasn't heard about it. And yeah, no, the, the you, whole thing of it is that he's right, and right. the people that were sitting on that jury had already formed an opinion too. Oh yeah, never one of them. I don't care how many times that lady gets up there and says, well, you know, I didn't really think about it. No, she's did. already thought about it. She already knows what she's going to do. That's why I came she so went quick, in there. You know, it took yeah. no time. I look at the, um, as far as due process goes, the, yeah, if you, if, if you can't give someone a fair and impartial trial, you have to just drop all the charges. There's no choice. I would think that would be the only logical thing to do. But yeah. as we've all said already, we're now li- living in Joker world yeah. and common sense and, and reality just don't seem to matter anymore. Yeah. So I don't know where they're going with it. Because you could be innocent, but because of the optics of something, everybody's going to think you're just an SOB and you're actually guilty. Right. And they're going to put you on the stand or they're going to put you in a courtroom. They're all going to find you guilty, and they're all going to send you away forever. No, they found him guilty the second that that video of him went online. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's oh, yeah. why the whole time the trial, that's why they were, I mean, pushing it. It wasn't on the facts. I mean, I know they, both sides presented facts, but both sides, even a lot of what the prosecution presented during Cross, the defense brought up just as many questions about, they even had the prosecution's witnesses, you know, putting placing doubt it felt like it was um, more about feelings like oh yeah that's what it, it was like, at, that was the whole it was all this about person feel this it was all about feel. feelings it was all about feelings and all about the optics of the situation it looked bad therefore it must be bad right even though if you read the autopsy there was no actual damage to his windpipe and his larynx and stuff so if there's no actual damage in there air can get in and out so him saying he can't breathe isn't necessarily because of damage from the knee on his back because he decided he was going to take his stash that he was trying to sell. Right. But the knee on the back, on it. But because the knee on the back the content, wouldn't cause damage to the throat or larynx. No, it wouldn't. But, but you could restrict somebody's airflow enough with a knee on the back. If they had were in the process of ODing, the ODing maybe on its own might've not been lethal enough, but the two combined could have been. But the problem is, we don't know one way or the other. Either way, we're just speculating. So, oh, yeah, sure in my are. opinion, then that there's still reasonable <laughs> doubt. And like I said, if he followed policy the way he's supposed to, right? then you would think the policy in the police department would, you know, if that's the way he was trained to do. My problem is this, is why did it take nine minutes for the freaking ambulance to get there? I mean, every, yeah, everything that I've heard still, has been that that you know the ambulances were actually the way that they're set up in that city they were actually closer and it shouldn't have took them nine minutes to get there right uh, well that kind of so my problem too, would be more with the, the with the with the ambulance right. service why'd it take you nine minutes to get here right i'm not necessarily the police officer that's there which i mean i because don't like it, monday it, morning quarterback but what would you have done if you would have if you would have been there if you in that situation would you have held somebody that way or would you have eventually sat him up i if because to me, it, looking back on it, look, looking back on it, you've always got 2020 vision. Right. Me personally, you know, and I said this even before I knew all this other stuff. I'm like, why didn't they just get him up off the ground, put him in the back of the car and leave? Right. And get out of that situation. Keep those people from making all those little videos and, and get out of that bad because the optics were bad. I, right. You know, 
Great. So pick him up, put him in the back of the car. Now that he's, he, he definitely wasn't, from what I've seen, he wasn't struggling that much. He was just telling the guy he couldn't breathe. Right. Stick him in the car, take him somewhere, take him to the freaking nearest hospital, get there as fast as you can. That's the only thing I can see. Right. That's what I thought the whole time was like, I could see him staying on him. That's just a, in my place, it's just a decision call of the officer. But I, I was thinking if the moment he stopped kind of resisting, I, just for me, out of comfort, I would have sat him up. Yeah. Just out of comfort on myself being on him. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Tim Poole, he's really hard right now on police as far as if you're still an officer in a big, in a blue city. Now, he says if you're in a rural area or if you're in a good area. Um, but if you're still an officer in one of these cities or towns that is vote that your city council is voting to defund and they're talking about abolishing this and rezoning, you know, creating all of these. He said, if you're still an officer in those areas, you're a coward. He said, you need to quit and leave today. Um, because a lot of the things they're doing definitely are against the constitution and a lot of them are illegal. Some of mm -hmm. the things that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, but see, he keeps taking it so far as that he wants the officer to make the judgment call on every decision, whether it's constitutional or not. Um, you know, like we've said before, you, you do have a duty to the constitution to defend the constitution and the, the, this person's rights under the constitution. But, and if you were given a direct order to do something that violated, let's say, I mean, take it as far as if, if your, your commander ordered you to shoot somebody, you obviously wouldn't do that because that's, I mean, that's the extreme that we is easily understandable. Yeah. But let's say they ordered you to go in this church's gathering when they're not supposed to be. There's only mandates. There's no, no laws been signed into place. There's nothing like that. We've told them to do it. We were going to find them, but I want you to go in and start arresting them. At what point no. do you go? No, I'm not going to, or yes, I am. Right there. When she, when he asked me to do it, I'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. Now and that, like I said, that's I, still, let me put it, let me, let me put it to you this way. Okay. I, right. I want to quantify that. I hope that if I'm ever in that situation, I would have enough about myself, enough in, intestinal fortitude to be able to say, you know, no, sir, I'm not going to go in there and arrest those people. And if you want to fire me right now, I'll walk. Right. But I'm not going to do that because number one, they're not doing anything wrong. They're actually exercising their constitutional rights to gather peacefully and worship God according to their conscience, right. which are both constitutionally protected issues. Right. Now, if you personally want to go in there and start, you know, trying to arrest people, you go right ahead. But I'm not going to be a part of it. Like Waco, Texas. Yeah, like Waco. But at what point? Okay, that one was still a little more obvious one. There's yeah. some of them that are in that gray area. But my point is, what point do you? I mean, because we don't want officers aren't constitutional lawyers. <clears throat> no, but something or so, some things. Some like things are obvious. But at what point do we want the officers making defying orders and making decisions that they think might be wrong, but maybe aren't? I mean, because that's, you might that's, not that's, like that's, you in the military. You didn't have all the information. 
you had the order and you didn't know there's more to the story so at what point i mean if you defy orders people die so they could they could so in that situation you definitely wouldn't want them to even if maybe in your little scope that you had view of what was going on might seem wrong or not correct constitutionally I think correct, but kind of i think kind of you know in the war the type situation things are a little bit different oh well we better wrap it up yeah i do you yeah. enjoy your evening and uh work in the morning um uh, like we say all the time just follow us wherever you follow all your get your podcast give us a like rate and review um follow us on instagram twitter facebook YouTube, socially sensitive everywhere. Sociallysensitive.com. You can find all the links there too and past episodes. It's actually a good saying. Socially sensitive everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> you all have a good evening. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com. And follow us on Instagram at Socially Sensitive and on Twitter at Socially Sense. Thanks again, and see you next time.